next in our series of Red Talks. My name is Jane Levy, and I'm an Associate Director here in Red Sea. I'm joined today by our CEO, Richard Caldwell, and we're going to have a talk about uh, the long tail focus for growth, uh, something that Richard and I have um, done a lot of work on together for various clients. Um, so hello, Richard, and how are you today? I'm good, Jane. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. Uh, Richard, we'll get straight into to talking about this uh, this long tail uh, topic uh, that is so, I, I suppose, a hot, a hot topic at the moment out there. And uh, just diving straight in, as we move out of the darkness of the COVID-19 pandemic that has really consumed our lives, uh, everyone's lives over the last uh, 18 months, business attention is shifting now from survival mode to growth. And during the pandemic, you extolled the virtue of not going dark during a crisis in order to ensure that the brand remained salient um, amongst everyone and strong to as wide an audience as possible, leaving it more likely to come to mind for everyone as the hoped for pickup in the economy arrives. So from our own consumer mood monitor, uh, we can see the cons consumer confidence is starting to rebound. And there is an evidence of pent up demand among, amongst consumers to spend some of the savings that they've managed to secure during the crisis once the final shackles of lockdown are gradually removed. So uh, bearing all of that in mind, where should brands focus attention to drive, to drive growth over the coming months? Uh, thanks, Jane. Yeah, I think, I suppose in a nutshell, brands need to focus attention on the wider market rather than focusing on individual smaller segments. And I think that's the key thing to remember. Um, if you look at all of the evidence from the work done by the likes of Edinburgh Bass Institute uh, and others, uh, it's really important to communicate the brand to the mass market and to drive saliency among everyone out there in order to give your brand the chance to grow among as wide a group as possible. That's not to say that you don't then focus in on individual segments for tactical um, campaigns to actually convert those people. But at the top line level, when we're talking about saliency and when we're talking about driving growth through saliency, it's all about kind of mass market. And I think the latest um, work uh, that we've been doing with our clients has really much uh, relied on the work of Erin Road Bass uh, Institute, which talks about not focusing on the really heavy customers that you already have, your loyal customers, but instead focusing more on the next group down and the group that they call uh, the long tail, if you like, uh, of users or purchasers of your service or product or whatever it might be. And the reason for that is that your heavy users are already heavy. I mean, that's defined in their nature. And actually trying to persuade them to buy even more, even though they're already buying well above the average of your product or service, is actually quite difficult. That's not to say that they don't like your product or, 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 or your service, but what it is is that they're already using your product or service to such an extent that the chances that they'll actually go further with that is unlikely. Whereas the, the people further down the frequency scale uh, aren't using your product to such an extreme. And there is therefore an opportunity to persuade them to, even if it's only a small bit, use your product a little bit more or your service a little bit more. And so that's the whole idea about looking at um, the long tail customer in terms of a target for growth, whilst as much as possible maintaining those loyal customers. Okay, Richard, thank you. And lots there that I kind of, I've got a, a couple of questions uh, following on from what, what you just talked about there. But my first thing is when you talk about loyalty, yet, you know, focusing on this long tail, 
why do brands spend so much money then on loyalty schemes? Well, I think clearly you want to hang on to loyal customers for as long as possible. But all the evidence suggests that at some stage in the future, they will not be loyal. They'll start using another brand or they'll you know, experience something else and they might come back or they might gradually move away. Now, the idea about loyalty schemes is obviously trying to hold on to that group as much as you possibly can. And the theory about this is called the leaky bucket theory. So if you imagine you have a bucket full of water and at the bottom, you've got a few leaks going on. So what loyalty schemes are trying to do is trying to stop those leaks as much as possible. And you know yourself, you're trying to fix an old leaky bucket. It's, you know, you can fix them to a certain extent, but you're still going to have some leakage coming out the bottom. So the loyalty scheme is trying to stop that leak going on, but you're going to lose some anyway. But the other way you can make sure you have the same amount of water in the bucket or even actually get more water into the bucket is put more water in. That's the idea about targeting the long tail, because it's those people that you're actually trying to increase their usage in the top end of the bucket and to counteract, if you like, the leak of some customers out of the bucket at the same time. Okay, and Richard, I'm just going to, okay, just take it back a little bit now as well for our listeners, because you and I have done a lot of work on uh, for clients uh, together and, and uh, some of our colleagues in the office, of course, as well, um, on long tail analysis and the importance of extending the long tail. But just for our listeners, um, uh, maybe you could explain to us what exactly is the long tail for a brand? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, long tail customers are effectively light, lapsed or non-users of a product or service. Uh, And typically, Enro Bass would describe perfect long tail customers as someone who already buys in the category. So they have a need for your product or service, but they don't currently use you heavily or buy from you heavily. So, for example, if you think about the butter category, if I... I'm a butter buyer. That's great. Already I'm in, I'm in that marketplace. But maybe I don't buy your brand of butter. I, br- I buy a different brand of butter. And occasionally I might buy your brand of butter uh, when I can't find my other brand or you know, when I just decide to have a change or something like that. And the key is to try and persuade those people to buy your brand of butter a little bit more frequently. And that's what targeting the long tail is all about. Okay, so uh, we have our loyal customers, you know, very important, but we have this long tail that we're talking about and we're talking about extending this long tail. Is there, like, are there figure numbers out there of how many of our consumers are, are, are long tail customers and how many are, are loyal customers, I suppose? Is there, or is that just different for every brand or, or, or how, how does that work? Well, whenever you look at this, and you and I have looked at this in a few categories, Jane, you'll see that, actually quite a small proportion of the available market of people to purchase your product and service actually account for a very large proportion of the volume. So what that tends to fall out at is about 20% of the available customers could make up to about 80% of your sales, certainly 50% plus anyway. And so you can imagine that you're relying on um, two out of 10 people to buy the bulk of your products and services. So the idea is to target the other eight out of 10 people and persuade them to buy slightly more often. And you can imagine because there's such a large group of those eight out of 10, even if you only persuade them to buy a little bit more frequently, that can add a significant amount of volume uh, to your purchase or to your service. 
when you talk about that group, what you're actually seeing is a very similar curve among almost every product and service that we look at. So for instance, you know, we've looked at uh, soft drinks, we've looked at lottery purchases, we've looked at media consumption. And in almost every single category, like Erin Rebass suggests, there is a kind of normalized curve of heavy users rolling down to lighter non-users, uh, which is very similar for, for, for almost every product and category. Okay, so um, okay, that's really interesting. Uh, you know about those. You know, twenty percent are loyal, eighty percent are, are you know long tail. It's kind of you know similar across brands and products. Um, so really, the first thing that any brand should do when developing a growth strategy is to uh, understand this long tail, this eighty percent of of consumers. But how do you target this group, Richard? Um, well, luckily, I think most most research studies that brands are conducting have a measure of frequency or volume of consumption built into them. If they don't, you need to make sure you you, you get that and understand that. But quite often, um, you know, we've gone back to studies that we've done in the past and kind of gone, well, actually, we've got a measure here we could use to try and calculate that normalized curve for your brand or your service and to work out what the long tail are. So the first thing you can do is go, okay, let's take a frequency scale or a volume consumption scale of your products and service. Let's allocate people to be, you know, who these people are the heavy people and these are the, the, the light and laps and non-users. And then we can look at the two groups side by side and we can say, well, actually, are they, are they different or are they the same? So that's the first thing you can do. It's like, what is the profile of your long tail purchases or available purchases versus your heavy purchases and really understand where the differences are and how what you can do to potentially overcome that in terms of you know what how your marketing communication products or service even uh, changes to actually target the, the the demographic groups that maybe at the moment aren't in that heavy group and um, and then the next thing you can do is to look at uh, saliency for that group so if we go back to fundamentals of how brands grow, one of the key things that we need to worry about is mental availability, okay? And mental availability is all about coming to mind at the moments that matter. So at the moment that your brand might come to mind, that it does come to mind uh, in the consumer's uh, head at that moment, because consumers don't spend the whole time going, <gasps> which brand of butter am I gonna buy next week? You know, that doesn't happen. So we need to be there at the moments that matter. And so we need to understand those category entry points for our brand. And then we need to understand them for both the heavy and the long tail, the long tail user. And the reason we need to do that is because if you, if you think about saliency and the saliency of your brand, which is all important in growing your brand, the reality is if you were to divide and look at your saliency by your heavy users and your long tail users, it's pretty likely that an awful lot of your brand saliency is going to come from those heavy users. Okay, someone who drinks, you know, two Lucasades a day. When you ask them which brands of soft drink come to mind, is far more likely to have Lucasade come to mind than someone who drinks one Lucasade a year. You know, so clearly your brand saliency is already stronger among heavy users. So the key to growing your brand isn't just about growing saliency overall. It's actually even more than that. It's growing saliency among that long tail group. Okay, so how do we do that? Well, we look at those category entry points that uh, that, that I just discussed, and at, you know yourself, uh, you did a Red Talks um, a video not long ago with Kira talking about category entry points and how important they are. And I think if you look at 
those category entry points that triggers the moments when the brand might come to mind and you look at the difference between your heavy users and your light users, there'll be some where they're quite similar. And in those cases, then clearly that's just working in its, in its own right among both groups. And there'll be others where there's a big gap between your heavy users and your long tail users. And it's that where you need to target because it's that where you need to persuade your long tail users that the brand is something that, that should come to mind in those moments in the same way as it already does for the heavy users. Thank you, Richard. And yeah, Kira and I had done a red talks on category entry points for anybody that wanted to listen back and um, I suppose understand more about that because again, it's something we've done a lot for um, for our clients over over the last uh, you know year or so. So just to kind of I suppose finish up, Richard, what would you advise companies to do as we come out of lockdown and people are starting to spend again and have this consumer confidence, have these uh, you know this money saved up? You know, what would your advice be? Well, I think, I think, you know, listening to what we've just been talking about, it goes back to basics. Like if you want your brand to grow, it needs to come to mind when it matters, you know, in the competitive set of those moments that matter. Okay. So it's all about driving brand saliency. How do we drive brand saliency? Well, loyal customers already think of our brand all the time. It comes to their mind all the time. So we need to focus on those lighter lapsed non-customers in terms of driving saliency understand what their category entry points are, and then potentially even build campaigns that specifically target those entry points, you know, to push that category entry point uh, in the mindset of the people we're talking about. And you'll see lots of brands who do this in their advertising, who have, who have in the creative decision have decided, this is the moment that matters for my brand, and this is the moment that I need it to come to mind. Great, Richard. Well, listen, thank you so much for um, chatting to me today. And I hope all our listeners, you know, get some value out of this uh, Red Talks. Of course, there's lots of other Red Talks that, we, that we've that we done in the past, if anyone wants to listen to them. And as always, um, especially for the, the long tail that we just talked about today, Richard and I are available and any of our colleagues here in Red Sea, uh, if you're interested in talking to us about the long tail or any other research related topics. So thanks very much. Thank you for listening and take care.